Welcome to the Innovative Leader Podcast with Christy Geiger, Master Certified Coach, and David Phillips, Educator, Analyst, and Consultant. Our mission is to equip, inspire, and transform how we lead in life and work. In today's rapidly evolving world, raising the level of leadership is more important than ever before. Weekly topics support you to navigate the changing tide of business and leadership. Here are your hosts, Christy and David. Welcome back to the Innovative Leader Podcast. David and I are excited to be with you today. And today we are talking about a topic that maybe you don't have going on, but a lot of people really have going on in our world starting here at the top of March 2021. And that is we're in 2021 and it is March and people in general, leaders, people in general, are experiencing a different level of exhaustion. And it feels like life just kind of keeps coming and challenges keep coming. And they cut in line in front of projects that you might've had on the, ske- on the schedule or tasks that you really needed to do. And these unexpected things keep showing up. Now we've talked about resilience before and we've talked about challenges before, but these things keep happening. And now we've referenced in some podcasts in the back, I or, you know, whatever, some of our other podcasts this year about how I feel like just the energy and the moon shifts and different things like that are definitely at play that just create different um, pulls on us, you know, full moon kind of stuff. But who knows what's going on? But bottom line, the point is, is when you feel under pressure, when you feel burned out, when you feel exhausted, when you feel like you just can't get on top of things, what do you do? And so today we're going to talk about our three things that you can do as a leader, as a human being to get yourself back on top, back in the game when you feel like you're struggling to get on top of the game. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a weird experience um, to, to have that exhaustion, to have that burnout and it feels overwhelming at times. And um, we need to, we need to, to kind of work on those these three things we're going to talk about here in just a second, um, so that we can um, reengage uh, the healthy habits that that we need. We reengage uh, our creative juices, get things flowing, and uh, be able to um, lead our people and lead our teams and our organizations effectively. So um, the first Absolutely. one we're going to talk about is uh, mindset or how we think. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, so when I think about that, Christy, you know, one of the things that um, I think about is is just trying to transition how I think from, oh my gosh, uh, the world is cr- uh, falling down upon me to um, start thinking uh, and practicing some gratitude, be thankful for what I have, um, and try to see the, the, the positive things that are going on within the organization, within my own life, family, those kinds of things. Um, how do you, how do you think about that with, how do you think about mindset in that regard? Mm, yeah, it's great. I think gratitude, ooh, shoot, sorry. <laughs> we'll just let that phone ring. Okay. So I think gratitude is great. I definitely agree with that for myself. I, from neuroscience, we always talk about mindfulness and how mindfulness is a go-to. We talk about in resilience, how resilience, when we are under pressure, sorry, can you hear me? 
Okay. Um, so sorry. Okay. So <laughs> when we are under pressure, that really the time to develop resilience isn't about being resilient when under pressure. It's the practices that we do prior to being under pressure. So when we have practices, mindsets, behaviors, things that we do before we're under that pressure really is what allows us to have the mindset in the moment and have the ability to overcome in the moment is really where resilience is built. And so these mindsets, when I think about that, not only is there this practice of mindfulness around getting centered, but number one, I think about what are you feeding your mind? And so when I think about what I'm feeding my mind, it might be negative self-talk. It might be doing things or saying things to myself that is beating myself up, uh, thinking small, um, worrying about what other people are saying and taking that personally, sure. whatever. So there's, there's these places in mindset where we can regress to small thinking rather than our higher self thinking and our higher self thinking. Sometimes I'll talk about that in your frontal lobe, your future self, whatever it is. It's that place when you are in confidence, when you are centered, when you are balanced, what is your thought at that point? And sometimes when I went in coach training, we did a future self exercise. And if you haven't done that, it's an interesting exercise to do to identify the name of your future self. And your future self is your person 30 years down the road. And so the name of my future self is Clarity. And it's great to have a name for your future self because you can you can talk to them, even though that seems a little weird. You're like, okay, Clarity, how do you view today? So I may feel very overwhelmed by my day. I may feel very frustrated with the different things going on. And I may feel confused or a little burdened by how to respond to things. And my, my emotions may be very high. So my lower self or my lowercase C, Christy self, might be participating more in the conversation. And so I want to access my higher self, my capital C self, my capital Christy, or I might go to Clarity and I go, okay, Clarity, how do you view today? How do you see today? And so that side of us actually has the ability to go, listen, that is out of your control. Here's what you can control. This is what you need to focus on. Or what can you do? Like your higher self, that frontal lobe part of yourself is able to come up with solutions that your limbic emotional side in the minute, in the middle of the challenge will be more stressed or more incapable, incapable of tapping at that moment. But yet you can still have that conversation with yourself and then you can reset that mindset by looking at what you can do, what is possible, that type of thing. And then the other thing, the second thing, and it will play into our second point around habits, but I really think affirmations are a big deal because the world is constantly telling us, in a way, the world's constantly sending messages. And if we're in a lower place, we'll take that negatively. We won't hear the positive messages. We'll hear the negative messages. So it's really up to us to make sure that we are fueling with the positive messages who we are. Um, as a Christian person, I may focus on, I am a child of God. I am loved, gifted, and redeemed. I am forgiven. I am broken, and I'm forgiven. So as a, as a Christian, I may view it that way. As a person just in leadership, I may say, 
I'm a learning leader. I'm failing forward. Um, I am curious and want to serve my people every day, or I want to serve people every day, whatever it is. Like you use these affirmations to get your mindset into who you want to be, who you're being and how you want to show up yeah. rather than reacting and just, okay, here I am. Wow. We're in the middle of a tornado and you're just, you're just batting things away from in the tornado versus centering on who am I being? How am I showing up? To me, those are all mindset and there's tons of more mindset type things, but those are two that I think that can be useful. Yeah. I really like that because, because it really creates an, an emphasis on continuing practices. Um, so have that affirmation practice already in place. Um, so that when you get in the eye of the storm, um, then, then you have a place to go as opposed to, to flailing around. Um, so I think, yeah, those, those, those daily practices, those daily mindset practices um, of affirmation and gratitude and, and um, uh, you know, kind of getting out of your own um, emotional head and getting kind of almost outside of yourself, being able to look at things from a from an outside perspective, which, which when I hear you talk about clarity, that's what I hear that you're, 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 it's almost like you're, you're, you're going around and looking at it from a completely different perspective. Um, and almost outside of yourself, it's like having an out-of-body experience. Um, and, uh, mm-hmm. but that gives you this framework so that you're not, you're not looking at it in the moment. You're looking at it, uh, uh, with, with clarity, uh, you're looking at it with, um, with a different framework. And so I love all of that. That's, that's really good. So it's, it's these, these practices that we have to get into, um, and, and so it really does kind of lead into that, that second thing, <laughs> that second yeah. piece yeah. of, of habits, um, which is, so we've gone from how we think, um, to, to what we do. And, uh, and so those, those habits are, are important. Um, uh, I, you know, I'll, I'll recommend Atomic Habits, that book by James Clear. I think it's really good. Uh, my wife and I have, been, have read it the first part of the year, uh, again, just to kind of um, get those things back in, in, in on our headspace, those kinds of things. But it, it, it's, it's, it's practices of all kinds of things, uh, health practices. Um, you know, a lot of, a lot of times when we're, um, when we're in this spot, we're in this spot because we're exhausted. So some of that is rest. Some of that is, is good eating. Some of that is exercise and using your body, right. Um, and then, and then those, those mindset practices that we've talked about, um, as well. So, uh, so it's getting good, getting back to those practices that, that create the healthy you, that create the creative you, that create the, um, the focused you, uh, we got, we've got to, to, to move back there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, absolutely. Um, I wanted to mention too, I forgot earlier on the whole mindset thing today, I had the opportunity to talk to David Sanders. He's one of the guys that was on the plane that, uh, crashed or landed in the, um, in New York Hudson. and in the Hudson, right. In 09. And he was talking really about the whole thing with mindset too. And that, uh, watch his YouTube video is really a fantastic motivation. He talks about just some tips from Tony Robbins and the whole mindset, the way that we think about things and whatnot. So that would be a really great quick watch um, in support of kind of that mindset and how to get through tough times. All right, so then 
looping back to like you were saying with the habits. Um, so one of my favorite things with the habits that are bundled, I agree with what you said about health and exercise and those things. And we've talked about that with the neuro mind platter and a past podcast and things like that, but our habits. And sometimes for me right now, there's several changes that are going on and some changes I've created, but other changes have been a bit organic, like the storms in Texas, which created a computer issue, which whatever, it's the snowball, it's the ripple effect. And some yep. things are in our control and some things are not. And so because of those things, it creates changes. And oftentimes in the middle of our changes, we maybe did a really great job of setting up our habits and our systems. But in the middle of those of these changes and the stress, all of a sudden our habits and systems are not working anymore. And so it's about resetting those. And sometimes, as you know, when you set them up, it takes a while to figure it out. And it's kind of spaghetti on the wall. You got to try like, okay, yeah. I used to get up and exercise. Okay, let me try it at lunch. Oh, that's not working. It. Let me try it after. That's not working. It's fine. It's not. It's not about perfection. But when our systems break, sometimes we can't just go back and do try to implement our same systems. There's a right. reason. There's change and evolution. And sometimes you have grown and changed. Sometimes our environments have grown and changed. So our habits and our systems have to grow and change with that. But I think there's still some sage practices to go back to. We've talked about before the Miracle Morning with Hal Elrod. He has his um, six steps that he has on the acronym SAVERS, which the first one is really about silence, stillness. That goes back to the mindfulness thing. Affirmations is what we just talked about. Really, those are supporting the mindset point that we just came out of is silence, your mindfulness, affirmation, visualizing your future self talking to you, visualizing a great day. But then it's moving into these habits that you were just referencing around exercise. Um, reading is one that we're going to talk about next. And our third point is what are you learning? How are you growing and fueling yourself? And then the last one is scribing, which is really about writing. But these practices, what changes is when you do them, what changes is how long you do them, what changes is the order that you do them. But the point is you still need to do them. So right. if you're not doing them, sometimes I've done these at night. Sometimes I've spread them apart. It doesn't matter. It's just what matters is that you're doing them. So that at some point you are doing affirmations. At some point you are sitting in silence. At some point you are doing the exercise. So for me this week, I feel like I've been just in the, the struggle of transition and trying to really embrace it and be like, okay, this is good. What am I learning? What am I seeing? What is possible? And to be present with it rather than forget it. Let me just go back to the way it was or feeling angry or irritated, but to just be present with it and stay in that growth and learning space. Um, so your habits are, what are you building around yourself to do the healthy habits that bring the energy that you need? So did you, did working out fall off the schedule? Where can you bring that back? Did journaling fall off the schedule? Where can you bring that back? But I love how Alrod's um, recipe, because I feel like it gives you key activities to do, key habits to do, regardless when they happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, you know, I, I love all that. The, uh, the example you, you were sharing before we, we started about uh, changing desks and uh, and having to, you know, kind of find everything again and put things in place. 
um, that's that's very real. We change our environment in at some level, and things just don't work the same. So we have to we have to play around. We have to to figure those things out again. Um, it and it and it makes a huge difference if, um, like in this past year when when students were home, if you worked from home, students are home now. There's a different rhythm to your day. Uh, there's a different you know experience, and so you've got to you've got to tweak and play around with those habits um and then and then get back to to those things like you said um, it may not be at the same time it may not be at the same place it may not be um you know even the, the same length but play around with them figure out what what works in that evolving um habit formation process so that you're still doing those same same things or, or similar things uh to make sure that you're you're growing you're learning you're, you're healthy, your, your mind is in the right space, all of those things. Yeah, that's perfect. And I think that transitions us to the third point is how do you keep your mind in the right space? So the first two things are really dependent on us. It's our mindset and our habits, which can be difficult. We know willpower is the hardest way to get something done is your own willpower. So these things, our own head, our own mind and our own activity can be difficult to get reset, especially when we're in a funk, when we feel overloaded, we feel pressure, whatever. Sometimes we lose perspective. So our third point is really around learning. And learning, we were talking about a word really around uh, crowdsourcing. And we learn from other people, whether that's in a podcast or it's on Clubhouse or it is a book or a blog or an assessment, it doesn't matter. All of those things are ways that we step out of ourselves to learn from somebody else, someone else's wisdom, someone else's perspective that we can then apply to our lives. And so this learning piece of it is critical. And I've noticed it in COVID when initially people were at home and the stay, stay at home play orders were out and whatnot is you really kind of went inside. And when you go inside, you can go down versus when you start to learn whether you're learning about yourself and you just take a personality assessment to learn about the amazing gifts and talents that you have, or you are reading something that inspires you, those things begin to to percolate and cultivate new ideas and fresh thinking. And when we have new ideas and fresh thinking, we again return to this limit or to our frontal lobe, which is where the creative process happens and where we get unstuck because new solutions present themselves and new ideas present themselves. But when you're just sitting by yourself, sometimes I'll tell my husband because he's a thinker. So in his thinking mode, uh, he'll he'll try to think his way to a new idea. And I'm like, you're not going to find a new idea. Like, yes, you are capable of creating new ideas. But what's more powerful is you connecting with other ideas then spurs on your own thinking. So when we can be humble enough to find other voices, other ideas, then it will spur and instigate our own thinking to have new thought, to have new insights, to have a new perspective that changes the way we think and operate. Yeah, and, and that's probably one of the hardest things. Um, it's, it's a hard thing to do, to uh, because you're right. When you get when you get emotionally down, when you're burnt out or you're exhausted, um, you it, oftentimes you fall into a pity party um, sure. for whatever reason. And it in 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 reading 
com- connecting with other people um, where you're not just talking about yourself, but you're listening. Uh, and, and the beautiful thing about um, that, that it's not beautiful, the one of the effects or you know, the impacts of COVID is all of these uh, conferences and things that you used to have to pay a lot of money and drive and or fly or whatever and go to a lot of those now are, are going online um, mm-hmm. just so that they can continue the, you know, the conference, whatever. Uh, and some of those are even they're, they're doing them for free. Uh, and, and you can engage in those, uh, take notes, uh, do those kinds of things where you're learning something that's com- maybe completely out of your comfort zone. You're not talking about yourself. You're listening to other people's experiences. And maybe you find in there that, you know what, my, st- my process and my issues aren't quite so bad. Um, and, mm-hmm. and you get inspired by what people have come through. Uh, so that, so they're, they're inspirational in that regard. Um, but you're also learning uh, and, you know, every once in a while, Udemy uh, offers like 80% off their courses. Yeah. So you can find bargains for 10, 20 to 20 bucks. You can learn uh, new, new topics, new things. If, if you work for a company, a lot of times they might have, um, like the company I work for has LinkedIn Learning. So I can go on LinkedIn mm-hmm. at any time and, and pull up just something about any topic for the most part and learn uh, outside of, of my own framework, outside of my own comfort zone in some cases, um, me engaged in that. And so that is really a huge, um, a huge piece of the process to kind of re-engage and thrive. Uh, we're all going to have those moments of burnout and exhaustion and frustration and where we just want to lay in bed all day. Um, but we, we've got to get outside of that. We've got to get outside of ourselves um, otherwise, we're going to, those emotions, that limbic aspect of our mind will continue to drag us down because we're, we're just wanting to freeze or f- get away from, from this situation. Um, and uh, the only way we can do that really is to fight through it. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think all of these steps, so kind of moving more towards wrapping up. So if you are feeling that overwhelm and Dave and I both have kind of colluded and acknowledged like we're in, we're in it too. Um, it definitely is this season where there's just a lot going on. And, yeah. you know, um, people could say there's always a lot going on. Sure, there is. It's, time always seems to go fast. Sure, it does. But there is something different about right now that there's just some rhythms or something that's changing and you can think it's just you. You can think that you are just having your own chaos, but I'm just saying there's a lot of people who are experiencing that and we have a choice in how we respond and we could either respond with checking our mindset and upgrading it, checking our habits and upgrading it, checking how we're learning and upgrading that. So we can go back to our mindsets, habits, and learning and do one step to move it over, likely we'll start to pull out of that vortex that's pulling us down. Right. No, exactly. Um, uh, I think, you know, we're all going to go through that. Uh, it's, it's um, and, and I think there are a lot of people, um, again, you know, with the first of the year, we all thought it was going to be so much better and, and it hasn't gotten a lot better for some people. Um, so we're, we're just kind of living in that space and, um, uh, and, and we, we can either react to it or we can respond to it. And, uh, I think the response of, of, you know, changing how we think, 
changing what we do or getting back to the things that, that we do, working in our habits, um, and then re-engaging our mind and learning, moving forward, interacting with others, uh, learning from others is a, is a huge thing. And, um, and I, you know, I, it was, today was, was kind of one of those days. And, uh, I, I told my wife, I said, I'm just going to go outside. This was kind of first thing this morning. I'm just going to go outside and I'm going to walk around the house just to get out because the, the sun is shining and the, the humidity is low. It's, it's a beautiful day here in, in, in West Georgia and, uh, ended up, you know, just trimming some bushes. Um, and just that simple act changed my whole day because it was, it got me back to something that I really enjoy doing, uh, which is working outside in the yard and those kinds of things. And that simple act can give you a whole new perspective uh, about how your day is, about what's going on in the world and about what's going on in your own life. So uh, like you said, just one thing, just change one of those and it could have a, a cascading effect uh, on the others. Yeah, that's so awesome. I think it's good. Um... Yeah, how just little things make a difference and being mindful of how you felt like you were kind of in tuned to how you felt and you honored that intuition that you needed to go outside and just get some fresh air rather than pushing through it and showing up at your meetings when right. you honored that and then that helped to change the course of your day, which is good. Another really quick perspective too is that I feel conscious that we've talked about this maybe a lot <laughs> this year yeah, in these too. podcasts. So then I'm like, hmm, we don't want to be a broken record or whatever, but what's up with that? And I think that there are so many good things happening, right? Like there is growth and advancement happening. There is innovation happening. There is progress and change happening. But in the midst of progress and change is where these struggles occur. So as things are evolving and changing, we kind of squirm and struggle and wrestle underneath the change because change makes us uncomfortable. And so sometimes it's too just looking and being like, okay, what is going well? What is going right? And why is this change happening? You know, whatever, stupid example. But yes, I was saying I got this stand-up desk because I think it's better for my health, which is great. But in the midst of it, I have pain and discomfort, even though it was supposed to reduce that, but somehow it created it worse. But that's the progress of change or that's the process of change. Um, so I think we just have adjusted to, to a new standard. Go ahead, say that again. Yeah, your body is getting adjusted to a new standard. And, and so you're using muscles that you typically don't use, for instance. Right. And so, it, yeah, I mean, it, it aches. You're going to have aches and pains for a little yeah. while. Yeah, it's so crazy. But it's, it's a great micro example yeah. of what's going on for us in change, where something changed, even if it was for the good, but it will create us pain in the change. Right. So we have to be with it and grow with it rather than resisting it or judging it. So yeah, somebody, anyway. somebody gave me this example one time that if you put your hands together and that feels comfortable, right? And then, right. And then if you just move it one digit forward, how uncomfortable that feels. Yeah. And it seems so insignificant, but it, it, it does, yeah. it makes you feel uncomfortable. And that's what change uh, will do. At some point, just that move, if you keep doing that, it won't feel uncomfortable anymore. But, uh, but that's for a now, great, right. Yeah. The impact of change. Great example. <laughs> so there's a book on micro resilience, um, real quick. Um, Bonnie St. John. Oh, cool. I have not heard that. 
yeah, it's uh, it's it's really good. Uh, Daniel Pink recommends it. Different other people, but there are um, it's it's it, it really kind of um, talks about some of the just making small shifts to uh, to increase your drive, your focus, your energy, those kinds of things. It was a it was a good book. Uh, I need to go back and pull notes from it, but yeah. uh, uh, that's a just a, a resource option. Love it. Great, great resources. All right. I know you have a big meeting next, so yep. good luck with that. Leaders, right. thanks for joining us today and check your mindset, habits, and learning and um, share with us too in the comments what you're doing to you know, work with your mindset, your habits, and your learning. What helps you? What makes a difference? Share it with others. We want to learn from you. Absolutely. It's good talking with you, Christy, as always. Likewise. All right. All have right, a good one. Care. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. We hope you've enjoyed this edition of the Innovative Leader Podcast with Christy Geiger and David Phillips. If you have questions, ideas, or thoughts to share, please do so in the comments. Help us raise the level of leadership and share with other leaders. We want to grow a community of leaders supporting one another. Follow us on YouTube or subscribe on the channel where you get your podcasts. To learn more, check out innovativeleader.co. Have a great week and lead well. It matters.